The true story of a former Planned Parenthood clinic director's change of heart to become a pro-life advocate is now on the big screen. All right. What's the big brew? <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You can't handle the truth. Welcome to the beautiful campus of LCMSU, everyone. Who are you? I am the Chancellor. Yeah, baby. Master <laughs> Marcus <laughs> Zill. Abby Johnson is in the other room. Here. Our first order of business is to present Planned Parenthood's Employee of the Year Award. Abby Johnson. This is Abby. She's our newest volunteer escort. Abby, this is Cheryl Alessandro. I'd be the youngest director in Planned Parenthood history. You'll actually be in charge of the abortions at your clinic? I have a chance to make a real difference. No matter what you do for the rest of your life, you're still going to be a baby killer. The only thing that's changed is you, Abby. Can you even hear yourself talk right now about these procedures? These are little babies. I'm not going to apologize for doing a job that helps women in crisis. There's still a part of me that isn't sure. I know. But the one thing that all experts agree on is that at this stage, the fetus can't feel anything. Sorry to bother you, but they need an extra person in the back room. Are you free? and fighting for its life. We commend the souls of these hundreds of children. And Lord, we pray to end abortion. I really appreciate what you've done for us. I'll not forget it. 22,000 abortions. How do I even comprehend that? Rough day at the office. You can say that. You're making a mess. your dad and me you are our baby from the moment of conception we are paying you to be a perfect instrument of corporate policy we are an abortion provider i can't be a part of this anymore everything that they told us is a lie don't underestimate the repercussions of this you got to be careful tell you what's going to happen if you walk through that door. Congratulations. You've made an enemy of one of the most powerful organizations on the planet. Two weeks in a row, two students here in the student union. We have with us Sophia Helmkamp, Colorado student attending school at the University of Wyoming, my beloved Laradice. How are you doing today, Sophia? I'm doing well, thank you. I am sorry I, I left Laradice before when you were still in high school. Wish I could have been your campus pastor. I'm glad that you have a faithful one in Pastor Price. But don't tell him I said that. He'll get a big head. Now, where about in Colorado are you from? So I'm from Parker, which is a bit southeast of Denver. And your home church is in Elizabeth, right? Christ our Savior? Yes, that's right. Excellent. So the reason why we have you on today... 
uh, to talk about the uh, unplanned movie. Not ironically, your sister, Amalia, I had on when, when we did an interview with a student of the Gosnell movie, and she did a great job. Now, you've seen some of these movies before. Did you go see the Gosnell movie like your sister? I did, but not right when it came out. It was actually about a month and a half ago that I got to see it for the first time. Okay. And what were your basic thoughts about that one? I really thought it was very impactful movie, very visceral in the reactions that it provoked to to the whole abortion industry and particularly to Gosnell and his part in it. Um, did you have expectations when you went to see this movie? I wasn't really sure what to expect. I knew it was a pro-life film and I knew that my church was going to see it and I had some friends in the Students for Life chapter here who encouraged you know me to go see it but i wasn't really sure whether it'd be kind of like gosnell or or something else entirely now what did you think how, how was it similar and how was it different so it was similar in that both provoked that as i said very visceral reaction very much made me cry with sorrow and horror at at what was being done but while gosnell very much showed the the nasty side of the abortion industry, if you want to call it that. The ragtag clinic in sure. in the middle of a city where nothing is clean and the mm-hmm. whole place is is terrible and and he himself is this, you know, psychotic man. Whereas Unplanned showed a you know, a well lit, nicely decorated clinic full of happy nurses and and cute college volunteers and people who you know clearly wanted to help the girls who walked in and, and they, certainly they wanted a, to they would have been aghast room. at the gosnell clinic what's the basic storyline of this one right so abby johnson the main character is it's the story of her journey first to work at a planned parenthood and then eventually direct this this clinic that's the main uh, set of the story, and then eventually to realize exactly what they're doing there and become instead a voice for the pro-life um, the pro-life people in their center that's kind of near the the Planned Parenthood clinic. Right. So it's kind of her her journey out of it now, even though. She grew up in a pro-life family. Um, she had been she had been married previously, made some bad decisions, had two abortions herself, but had never really been confronted. Which is amazing because she had he took the the morning after kind of a thing and had complications with it, and that was fairly graphic. You, and but mm-hmm. she hadn't really. It wasn't until she was called in after eight years of being. She won awards. Um, and was called in to, hey, we need somebody to help with the procedure going on in the back room. And she was asked to do the ultrasound, to kind of do the ultrasound so that the doctor could see what was going on. And it, the title of the movie and the, the tagline says, you know, it changed everything. Um, right. And, and she saw the baby looking like it was squirming, trying to get away. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I saw my own ultrasound of my own abortion. Is that That's what, that's what I did. Anyways, it was... Uh, it's a it's a great story. It's a true story. Um, I I'm very much appreciative of the fact, and maybe you don't know this, but uh, she didn't go seeking out doing this movie. They came to her. It's the same folks that did 
um, mm. make the gods not dead. So it's not like she went, uh, hey, I wrote a script of my life story. I want to. But obviously, she was very, very involved with trying to make sure they got it right. Now, it got an R rating. Right. Did you think it deserved an R rating? I know there's been a, a lot of controversy about that one, but honestly, I think it did. The opening scene in particular that you were referring to with the the ultrasound and the child that is aborted by the um, on basically on screen in that way, mm-hmm. especially that scene was particularly just graphic and so heart wrenching that if an R rating, you know, keeps families perhaps from taking kids to see it i think that would be the uh, very very good because i would not take someone to see that who's not prepared to deal with images like that my take on that is um i think it could have been pg-13 um then again i don't think it's the kind of movie the most 13 14 year olds are going to go see anyways unless they go with their parents or family or youth groups and uh i i personally wouldn't have a problem with it you know you know, junior high student who's mature enough to handle it. I do think maybe they should go with with somebody that's kind of prepped them. Mm. Um, anyways, don't let the rating keep you from going. There's no, no gratuitous sex. There's no, you know, what we would think passing for is typical violence. Um, even things that pass on TV, um, maybe uh, maybe one bad word, and it's even marginal in terms of the word that's used in the thing. I mean, it's that. It's really about a couple of, of scenes that are just kind of hard hard to take. Although I think yeah. I almost wonder if they could have been a little bit more graphic. Um, but I think they did. They I think they she was pretty insistent that well that's what changed me. So you can't make a movie about my story. No. You know I was in Planned Parenthood. I had two abortions. I'm in Planned Parenthood. I'm winning Director of the Year. It's going to take something graphic to, to. It was going to. She was that seared in her conscience. It was going to take something like that to change her mind and so she was pretty adamant but I, I don't think people are going to go or not go because of that how did you like the the quality of the movie did you did you think they handled the sensitivity of it um, well could they have done things a little different oh i think they handled it very well like i said it was disturbing to me but only in the way that abortion ought to be disturbing because Excellent. it is in fact Yes. the murder of babies. So I think it was would be a, a very good impact on people who maybe consider abortion just a, you know, a talking point. Maybe they they think about it and maybe they haven't decided, but then going to see that movie puts it in perspective that it's more than just a question of, you know, morals and, and changing standards. It's it's really this horrible. I, I thought some of the most uh, the most heart wrenching scenes to me um, wasn't that that scene. Uh, what bothered me more was the the big barrels being taken out that they asked if they could pray yeah. over of of the remains of all of these um, those that had been aborted. Um, and there was no gore there; you didn't have to see anything, no. but you knew it was there. Or like when they're rushing the gal, there's a gal who. Uh, um, they, they have like two vignettes, um, and I like that they did both. You know, on the one hand, you've got the the church-going father who goes to her church, and she'd been going to church this whole time too, um, who brought her brought his daughter in. to Abby, you got to make sure you get this taken care of. And she mm-hmm. almost died, 
mm-hmm. and they have her being whisked down the hall when Abby notices blood kind of uh, down around her ankles and her sock. And you have this this picture of, of blood dripping on the floor while somebody, the angle from the, you know, there's ways that you can, you, you see this blood dripping as somebody's running down the hall with this wheelchair as if you're at the floor level. I That was heart-wrenching for me, and it wasn't really all that gory per se. So it does, yeah. it does show how you can, it really helps it kind of, uh, kind of hit close to home. But so they had the, the one yeah. father coming in and doing that. And then you had oh, the touching scene of this, this black family with this woman going in and her sister or aunt or whatever, and her mom crying at the fence yelling, Rhonda, Rhonda, don't do this. Yeah. Um, so you saw both sides. Anyways, um, did you think the movie, how did you feel about the, the Christian message? Obviously, Abby Johnson is a Christian. Many people who are pro-life are Christian. In fact, probably probably most, but not all. You don't have to be, you don't have to be a Christian to think that that, that murdering babies is wrong. But did, how did you think they handled that aspect of it? Was it too preachy, not preachy enough? Could there have been more, a little less? How did you view that? So I feel like they certainly showed, as you said, that she was a Christian, and that um, Sean and Marilisa at the at the pro-life clinic were. Christians, and as you said, they went to church, and there was mention of, of, you know, after she realized what she had done all that time, her confessing sins and and being forgiven. But I really thought that there could have been more explicit stating of the gospel. It wasn't as it wasn't as I would have as I would have put it. I would have said something along the lines of. No matter, you know, how terrible things you did, Abby, the blood of Jesus covers all your sins. This is why Jesus came, Abby. Right, exactly. But so in that way, I guess I think it could have been a bit more preachy. I certainly don't think it was too preachy. It didn't right. seem preachy at all in that way that people usually use the I got the sense the that they kind of they wanted to not overdo it, which I can appreciate. Yeah. because. But I think there are a couple moments there. If I had one criticism... I think they could have uh, they could have uh, had had one a little slightly more explicit gospel. Of course, once you do that, um, not every church body views the gospel in terms of its proclamation the way we would, and so we probably right. wouldn't have been completely happy. Yeah, probably that, no not. What. Um, now, um, how do you think this film would kind of? How do you think this will? Um, your generation, you're what a sophomore in college, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Uh, 21. 20, 21. How, how do you think yeah. your generation is going to respond to this if they saw it? If they, if you took 100 random um, students, at, it, it, whether from Colorado and Wyoming, and they all went and had an open mind, regardless of whether they're pro-life or pro-choice, Republican, conservative, Christian, not, how do you think they would respond to this? So I think it would be very impactful the way that, so many of the young women going to the clinic in the movie are, you know, about the age of, of me and my classmates. I think it, it could be very relatable for a lot of people. And also kind of along with that, the idea of perhaps my generation being the pro-life generation, I think there is some truth to that. And maybe that's one of the things that accounts for the so favorable rating at the box office that's perhaps unexpected. And so I really think it that if a lot of 
college student saw it, it could have a very meaningful and and good impact on the on the community. Did you see a lot of college students? Uh, I think you went th- the first the first night, maybe even the night before, or whatever. Did yeah, I went on the, Thursday. What did the crowd look like typically? Was it uh, what was the makeup? Oh, that's I didn't really pay all that much attention to it. I know there were a few quite a few groups like mine who sure. were very clearly church groups. Sure. But I know that there were it was showing in at least a couple different um auditoriums at the same time in the movie theater and I was oh, wow. impressed by the wow. by the number of people that you know that they would have to do that. So uh how did you feel like as a as a young woman how did you feel like uh how the movie uh, treated uh, treated Abby it made her look, or maybe the other workers in the um, in the clinic, or the person that she worked for, did, did they seem believable to you, or do they make them out to be cruel, evil creatures? <laughs> so um, the original director of the clinic was perhaps the one who's less relatable. She does seem fairly evil through the whole thing, but I haven't read the book. Perhaps that really was how she acted to Abby. But as far as Abby and the, and the other nurses at the clinic go, I thought it was very believable. There wasn't anything about them that seemed particularly cruel or evil. Again, another distinction between this and, and back with the Gosnell movie where Mm -hmm. both with him and he was very cruel and evil and his workers were clearly either incompetent or there because they didn't really know what was going on or had no other well, choice. They need, yeah, here, they needed a job. I mean, they didn't Yeah, exactly. Know. Whereas here, you know, they, they all seemed happy to be there. And in fact, they all thought, at least the majority of them thought they were doing, helping women and doing the right thing. That was certainly Abby's position. And you know, when, when you, when you, when you see people, on the other side, on this issue, coming to um, the student student union and fair, student fair days and having a table, hi, you know, hey, well, you want to join us, kill babies? Mm-hmm. They don't they don't right. resent it like that, and that's part of what sucked Abby into it. She yeah. wasn't necessarily pro, you know, the the pro choice message resonated with her, even though she didn't really like abortion. Right. Um, and so I, I thought they did a very good job with it. Yeah, yeah. The, Cheryl, the, the the head of Planned Parenthood, was a woo. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I think yeah. they could have toned that, but again, maybe that's the way she was. So, right. uh, how did you feel about the activists that they showed, especially that Sean and and, and Marilisa or Marilisa that were kind of the two main characters that. Abby would come in contact with at the fence that they would show up and pray on Saturdays and when they were doing abortions and whatnot. How did you, how did you take them? So I thought that was maybe one of the best parts of the, of the movie showing that these two, especially Marilisa, she met Abby fairly early on when Abby started working at the Planned Parenthood. And from the very first moment she met her showed her nothing but love and and understanding and this was very influential then in in abby's own when she realized what she was doing and wanted to get out she went straight to marilisa and and sean who was the kind of the other one they showed a lot and you know isn't that isn't that the point isn't that when we 
Sometimes we get so into the whole protesting part of this because they did they show they showed some protesters that were yes. were not being nearly as nice, right? Right. But but here, and, when the women that are show, the young gals that are showing up to go to this place, they showed them again and again. They're scared. They're timid. They don't know where to turn. They feel trapped. Mm-hmm. Um, what what can we learn from this in terms of being Christians who want to reach out to these people? I think we can learn that political activism is, well, certainly having its place, you know, in getting laws changed and stuff like that, that we, you know, really need to make murdering babies illegal. But but it's not, political activism doesn't work and is not the way to approach these young women who are going to the abortion clinic. They don't know where to turn. They perhaps some of them feel like they can't tell their parents, can't tell anybody else that they are pregnant. And they, so they come to Planned Parenthood. And then like at the beginning where there was the, oh, middle-aged man kind of screaming, you know, you're going to go murder your child. And what would your dad think if he knew and stuff like that stuff that you can't argue with as being true. I mean, it, it certainly is, Sure, but it's it's not it's not right in the situation that's not what will help her and that's not the way to even get her to turn away from the door and yeah, listen if, to what you anything, have to she say might, she might run into the clinic quicker to get away from right that exactly yeah but that but that there was this relationship i mean it's uh, i find it fascinating um you know the scene they shut the clinic down after a long day and that cheryl mm-hmm. had left because cheryl probably wouldn't have come <laughs> then they had a baby shower for Abby, yeah. who found herself pregnant. How did you take that? Here, Cheryl was like, "Like, okay, so you're pregnant, and you're going to keep it. And, you know, how am I supposed to take this? How is this going to affect your job? Right. Um, did that, how did that strike you? Think, you know, someday, God willing, you'll get married. Uh, if, it, if, right. it, if God ordains it to have children, you ever think of having a baby shower at a Planned Parenthood clinic? <laughs> Um, how did know, you take that yeah. scene? It was when I first saw them bring out the baby shower stuff for a second. I was just, I was shocked because it's like, how can you do that? How can you be anticipating the birth of your colleagues, coworkers, baby while killing babies? And yet that was so important to the whole tone of the movie. That's, that was the point of it, that these nurses weren't monsters who just wanted to kill everybody. They were people who, well, they had, their, as you had put it earlier, they hardened their consciences to what they were actually doing. Maybe they they probably didn't even think about the irony. It certainly didn't look like any of them did. But then so Abby was, leaves there and walks out, and there is Marilisa, right. and she's got all of her balloons <laughs> yeah. and all this baby stuff. And then Marilisa here, she's pregnant too. I mean, but the mere fact yeah. that they could still have a conversation and join that they're both having babies, I think I think the most prescient thing you said, when Abby realizes it's time for me to get out and I'm getting out now, where does she turn? She first turns and goes straight to that Sean and Marilisa. And I think there's a lot we can learn from that. Any yeah, last thoughts? So. We're kind of running out of time here. Any last thoughts that you wanted to get across or encouragement to everybody to go see this while they can? Oh, yeah. It, I really just 
do go see it and and invite your friends to see it if 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 you have anyone that you know who you think would be benefited by it i wish now that i had asked more people to come with me when i when i went but you know now i'm looking at a busy week and don't think i'd be able to get out again right. but it's a very impactful movie and very necessary for us sometimes to not only understand what's going on in our country and in our world but sometimes we do need to cry over these things we do sure. need to feel the true impact of evil because it is evil and it deserve we we need to feel that well kudos to those that uh, developed this movie as well as the many actors and actresses that participated and kudos to to you for uh for seeing it and uh providing your thoughts with us thanks for joining us Thank you very much. What was it like to see your life story, that aspect of your life anyway, portrayed on the screen? You know, it feels very vulnerable uh, to have something like that portrayed, something so personal portrayed on the big screen. But honestly, it's worth it. We're already hearing stories every morning. I wake up with dozens of messages from people saying, I took my pro-choice friend to the film. They walked out pro-life. And that's really what this is about. It's just about exposing people to the truth, letting them see what's actually taking place inside of these abortion clinics. And I think that truth is enough to actually wake people up and to change their minds. Well, that's all we have time for here today in the Student Union. Check out the archives of this program at kfuo.org. Learn more about LCMSU at lcmsu.org. And remember, college is tough. You need Jesus, we'll help. <laughs>